When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steal if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. It was a clear black... Ball in. Ball out. It's a Hoop Ball presentation. What's up, people? This is Eric Noble coming back at you with another episode of your favorite Lakers podcast here with the the beautiful, the brilliant. No, I'm talking to you, Dan. <laughs> I, you pointed, Dan, Dan I pointed at Eli. <laughs> Dan Bezras. <laughs> but there's another brilliant, beautiful man to my left, Eli Bowen. What's up, guys? What up, good, Eno? Good afternoon, everyone. Hey, good afternoon. A, a lovely Los Angeles afternoon. It was a lovely Los Angeles afternoon. Kind of a, like a quasi-winter. It's cold this week. A quasi-like fall. <laughs> Yeah, I was frosty. My fingers got uh, that that dry deal in yeah, between. Yeah, the dry them. deal. You guys yeah. know what I'm talking about. I know people what you're talking the, about. People in the Midwest are like, yeah, that's every damn day for 150 days. That's in true. A row. I had an we actual had coat, like a yeah. coat on. Yeah, yeah. Felt good. Wait, I so like you wearing were, a coat. Were you ashy? I was a little. I was. I was actually washing my son. Careful. Ash. I was washing my son Asher. <laughs> washing it. Watching. Walking, 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 or washing. I was walking the child outside, and that was when the wind picked up, and uh, yeah, got a little, got a little white between the knuckles. Yeah, well, weird. Well, we're we're moisturized. I had to moisturize. Dan, moisturize. What the hell? You got to moisturize your situation. <laughs> Who said moisturize? Your, I think that's Puff Daddy. <laughs> Exactly. I gotta moisturize my situation. Well, right. well for, I ruined this podcast. Eric, please continue. Yeah, for the last five days, well, we had a big break, so we've just been moisturizing. We had nothing else to do. Except moisturizing. 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 Yeah. Uh, we should. Moisturizing. We should contact Avino to uh, sponsor. <laughs> sponsor. Yeah. yeah. So we had a big layoff. It was from Sunday until our first game was on on Friday. So we yeah. have two games to talk about. Uh, let's jump right in. Uh, ball was, in. Balls in, yeah. balls out, balls in. Well, you, I, Eric, I think you should start with the your first balls in because I think it's yeah. You already degraded my choice by saying it. Was no, no, so I'm, not obvious. Degra- <laughs> I'm not degrading it. I think it's 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 the go to. Sometimes the right choice is the obvious choice, yeah. Eric, and it's the obvious one. So my my ball in for the last two games is the man, the main man, Julius Randall, triple double. Yeah, Julius brought Randall. it with a triple, triple double, dub. messed around and in and out. Um, burger. So I, I, I really wanted to bring this up because there's so much to talk about with his future and our team. Yes. A lot of question marks. Um, I mean, I just... Dan, you've mentioned it before. He plays like really no other player in the NBA. Yeah. He has just a very, very unique, unique skill set. And it's fun to watch. And, I, you know, my big my big bone to pick with him is that he's not a great passer. And he um, can't shoot from Is the that throws? getting better, though? A little bit, a little bit. Well, triple double, tri- yeah. exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah. I don't- can you teach? Uh, can you teach passing? Is this the kind of thing that you can really improve to on? A like, what degree, is it? Right? How do you practice it? Like, how do you practice passing? Do you just play pickup? You play five on five? I feel like film has to help a lot. Film study, just knowing where the guys are going to be and when, right? Because you don't really think about guys getting that much better at passing, but they do. I they mean, do. like Andre Drummond became a much better passer mm-hmm. this year. I I've noticed him, uh, Julius, passing out of the post a lot better recently. I feel like passing out of the post is definitely a skill that people get better at. Yes, I don't and know. Spacing helps too. Yeah. Being able to space the floor where guys can actually give you some room to find a passing lane. So right. if what did the Lakers say against Sacramento? Like. 23s in that ball game. I know KCP did the the bulk of it. I'll look it up. I think it was, it was like, like 18 or something. That's a ton. And yeah. that means guys are open or open-ish yeah. at the three-point line, and they're hitting them. Because that's the other part of getting assists is the guy actually has to make a shot after the pass. Right. Lakers haven't been that <laughs> great not at really making, our thing. making shots. Uh, 
I want to get back to Randall, but you brought up passing, and I, I've been kind of. I'm working on a little theorem. Okay, I a like it. A little theorem about Ooh, passing. I like it. I don't you know said if, we couldn't play the Doogie Howser noise. <laughs> I don't have it queued up. Nobody I, has it. Yeah, I'm surprising you guys. Damn you, Doctor. Well, Eli can fake it again. <laughs> okay, now Eric I've lost my. <laughs> All right, what's your, what's your theorem? Um, okay, the my noble theorem corollary is that. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm Just un- dive in. I'm unveiling this, and I, I don't remember what it was. But essentially, one of the characteristics to become a great passer is that you're you're not a good shooter because it forces you to impact the game. Right. In a very how, different how else are you going to stay on the court? So if you think of just like the amazing passers that the the league has seen, you could break them down into various categories. But one of them, I would say, they're just really not natural good shooters. Yeah, they you have your Ricky skill. Rubios. Uh, right, I was you, I was going to okay. say LeBron, but then I remember LeBron wasn't a great shooter at first. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Um, and the Jordan was kind of a sneaky good passer. He didn't do it very often, but when he did, that? Michael Jordan heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> wait, who? Yeah, the best, the, the GOAT. The guy from Creed? Oh, wait, but, okay, I don't want to derail, but I no. just thought of another yeah, thing we could talk about. No, no, go ahead. Talk <laughs> about Julius. Eli's got the yellow notepad ready to go. Yeah, I got my yellow notepad. With <laughs> Anyway, we'll, we'll come back with this passing theorem another time when I actually develop a little more. Let's go back to Julius. I, my, my question to you guys was, how much would you pay this guy? Right. Well, I think... Give okay. me numbers. Okay. Dan, give me oh, a number. I want, it. I want you to it's break not, down okay. a number. Okay, Dan, go first. Numbers are weird now, though, because two off-seasons ago, it looked like even the worst crap dink players in the NBA were going to make 15 to $20 million, and then Lou Williams... Just signed a deal for like nine right. like million. We don't years. know. We don't know what numbers mean anymore. Exactly. So throw out your guess. I mean, all of. <laughs> I'd give. I'd give him a dozen. I'd give him twelve million a year. For, for how many years? Yeah. That's oh. to me. That's the key question. Is the the years? I go four. You're going four. So four yeah. forty eight. Yeah, I give him about fifty Carrot million. To yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> um. Okay. Eli, I think that's exactly right. Thank I was going to say four. I, I was going to say four for sixty, but once again, it's like I don't know what the market is. Yeah, so that would be fifteen a year. Uh, Guys are doing weird stuff right now to secure like seven, eight million dollar contracts because they think the market's doing this like a bounce the opposite direction right. where everybody's like, "Crap, Lou Aldang, Timofey Mozgov, Nick Batum." I mean, the the upside of Julius is he's what twenty three, twenty four. I've lost track. Twenty three. I think he's twenty three. So, like, you're getting him, unlike Lou Williams, who is, like, a better player at the moment, I guess. Uh, but, you know, Lou Williams is on the tail end of his career. Yeah. So, you're ostensibly getting Randall you're right, in his, twenty three pri- in his prime, or before his prime, yeah. but, like, his mini prime. For four years, he's only getting better. So, my question is, if we shell out $12 million for four years, does that limit our ability yes. to get two, yes. two max yeah, I think it's kind of an either or. Okay, but once again, there are creative ways to do these things. I think like one thing I learned from the Kevin Durant signing, where you're to, like, how do they afford Kevin Durant? To pay him in pistachios, like pay him like, in pistachios, <laughs> like, like you're paid from the wonderful company. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but there, yeah, there are creative ways to kind of, you know. Like basically, like he can take less this one year or more, or you sign people, you know. I think one thing that is very possible, though it actually is relevant to what happened this week, is that he may not get a ton of offers from other teams with cap space. Once again, it kind of depends what they're trying to do. I think the team that seems obvious because he's from there and they seem to be like stroking him off every time he finishes a game there is Dallas. Mm. But we're in a nice position where we can either match the contract that theoretically Dallas will offer Julius Randle or, you know, like give him a ton of money, just let some other team be hamstrung by it. Right. So. All right. Let's get your guys' balls in. Go ahead, Dan, because I'm going to have to think. All right. (laughs) Um, I uh, I think I'm going to go back to the well with a guy who uh, we all thought was going to slowly disappear, and he hasn't yet, and that is the love of all of our lives, one Josh Hart, who's continued to play with that same intensity, the high rebounding, the steals, the hustle stuff. You know, he's not going to shoot like 45% from three-point land forever, I I don't think, but I thought he was great uh, 
in you know, you know Alonzo obviously didn't play in the Sacramento game, so so Hart got a little bit more leash. But I I, I think the 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 notion that Isaiah Thomas was just going to step in and play 35 minutes and Hart was going to disappear may have been a tad overblown. It seems like they really want Josh Hart on the floor. He played 34 minutes in the game against Dallas. Uh, IT played 26. Lonzo, just coming back, saw 18. That will impact him a little bit, but I don't know. Hart does stuff out there that no one else on the team is doing right yeah, now. Guards rebounding Hart. and playing give, defense. And Give me a comp for Josh Hart. Who are you wanting him to turn into? Well, I, I actually feel like he's he's very Contavious Caldwell Popey. Aren't okay. they kind of similar guys? In, in I was, was going to go with Danny Green. I think Danny Ooh, Green good. is is they kind of shuffle weirder. their little feet the same way. Like they <laughs> yeah, don't lift exactly. their feet high enough when they when they run. Yeah, I think Josh Hart they is kind of waddle more athletic. He is Danny more Green. athletic. Okay, Danny he's, he's also a better clutter. driver yeah. than than and Danny, Danny Green's Green. a better. I think his shooter. ceiling is higher than Danny Green's. Well, Danny Green's a really good player. He, yeah. hey, well, that's what I'm saying. Defensive, <laughs> defensive stud. That's what sure. I'm saying, dog. Uh, me, nothing against Danny Green. That. Let me think about that for a minute. I, I just, I really like what he's doing. I like that he's sort of stayed engaged, even when the narrative was he's about to lose all of his playing time. And uh, he was a big reason why the Lakers won these games. He's a, it, also one of those guys that looks like a championship, like the kind of guy that you need to win a championship. He's one of those guys. He's like he's going to in the right the place floor. at the right time. He plays good defense. He's like sometimes I think of like who are the kinds of guys I hate playing against as a Laker fan, and there were always those guys where you're like, ah, oh, Malik Rose. <laughs> like, like someone box Malik Rose out, or like Shane Battier. Like, why is Shane Battier like always good? Shane Battier is actually not a bad comp. Or Aaron Brooks always good. right. Up. Aaron Brooks. Like, why? Like, why don't we have an Aaron Brooks? Yeah. And like, I do think sometimes when I watch sucks, Josh Hart, except against us. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I, when I watch Josh Hart, I think of how annoyed I'd be if I was on another team and I had to like play or root against Josh Hart. I'd be like, can someone just like? Deal with Josh Hart. Like, why is Josh Hart killing us again? Mm-hmm. But that's and that's the beauty. I, of I mean, it, right? that as like a complete compliment to Josh Hart. A that huge kind compliment. of like, why is this guy destroying us? Because nobody like, knows. That's what Josh Hart does. I thought Mike Trudell actually made some good points about what people don't know about the Lakers. Because the media machine across the world is just like, oh, you know, Lonzo Ball sucks. Yeah, people and- are talking a lot of about us on the national stage. Like, I was watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the T- NBA. Uh, on TNT was the Dallas game, right? For some reason, that game was no, nationally ESPN. televised. ESPN. What was the what was our recent game that was on TNT? It, it, Ooh, was I, it with the one right before the break? Might yeah, have been like our Wolves. Oh, the Wolves. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. And we played really well that game. We barely lost that game, and those guys are like not paying attention because the no, way no, no, they no, no, they're no, like no. There, there's no one good on this team. None of these players are going to do anything. And, like, at least Kenny Smith, who you can tell, like, has actually watched basketball this year, <laughs> is like, no, no, Ingram's good. Yeah. I'm watching the games. He's good. And Charles Barkley's like, no, they're trash. I'm like, oh, nationally, yeah, our team, and even just on podcasts with people I like, the way they talk about the Lakers are like, yeah, those guys are like, meh. I'm like, nobody's paying attention to them. When they you're actually watching the, the, this game, this team, there's good guys on this team. They, they hear Skip Bayless doing his dumb crap. And then right. it, it, I mean, it's part of why everybody hates Isaiah Thomas right now is that the, the ESPN hype machine has sort of created whatever stories they want around Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, whatever. But even Lonzo's good. Like, even our overhyped guy Listen, is good. I, I want the hate again because the last few years have been characterized as haters can't even hate anymore because <laughs> we are so, so irrele- irrelevant. Right, that's true. Now that's I right. want us to be That's true. It'll feel that, satisfying. Like, it'll be satisfying when people want to hate again. Yes. Um, you brought up podcasts. Uh, you had mentioned the Road Tribune podcast with, oh, with yeah. Channing Fry and yeah. Richard Jefferson. So I, I went and looked it up, and they had one with Josh Hart on it last summer mm. after Summer League before right. the season started. So it was fun to go kind of go back and get a feel. I had never heard him speak, actually. Kind of as a, yeah, what uh, is he talking? a little high-pitched, a oh, little kind of funny-sounding funny voice. Interesting. Richard Jefferson's hilarious. He's really good at it. He's, yeah. he's really good. Um, but Josh Hart sounded great, and it it actually sounds like he took all of Richard Jefferson's advice to heart. Just like what was it? Really you mean took it to Josh Hart? <laughs> no pun intended. Yes, I'm going to put a sound effect in on that. Boing. Um, he said, you know, Josh Hart's main goal was just to get playing time, and right, he said focus on the defensive end, and it was it was it was the way the way Richard Jefferson said it made it. Uh, 
he was very articulate about why that that matters. The coaches just really, really pay attention to the defense so much right. more than the offense. And right, it's, it's the just, easiest way to get on the court to exactly. and stay on the court. And it seems like that's what Josh Hart did. It's interesting you say that. Actually, I noticed, and I think Stu Lance mentioned it, which is that like, you know, I say Luke is a pretty like chill like hermosa beach cat uh on the on the sidelines but i did notice he chewed out josh hart uh for missing a defensive rotation i forget who it was but someone on dallas just kept like raining threes on it oh it was um what's his name uh harrison barnes it wasn't harrison barnes no it wasn't jj barrea it was (laughs) was it dirk oh it was wes matthews (laughs) Wes Matthews yeah. was killing, like, hit, like, four threes in a row to open the third, and Luke called one a, t- a timeout and did, like, a sassy, like, timeout call where you, like, you know, like, you call the timeout, but it's, like, with, like, a real, like, attitude on it, like, you're a real housewives <laughs> of Orange County. L- listeners should be able to see what Eli's yeah, doing right what I'm trying to do. I'm, tr- I'm trying to, like, put one hand through the other and, like, do, like, kind of a snapback head. But anyway, he did, like, a bitchy timeout <laughs> and then chewed Josh Hart out, and I was actually, like... Oh, it's interesting to me that a like Luke respects Josh Hart enough as a player already to be like you f- up like this is not like you're supposed to not make this mistake and also that he knows that Josh Hart is the kind of guy he can yell at and that like Josh Hart will be like cool like his ego can handle that. I thought yeah, that was actually really telling of like what goes on behind the scenes. He'll be like, "All right, I'll get it right next time." Right, right. It wasn't going to be like, hey, man. Yeah. Every time we say his name, we have to say the full name, Josh Hart. That's true. 100% true. all Josh's, you have to say their full name. We have a a lovely friend named Josh Bider. That's true. say his full name. I'm trying to think of a Josh off the top of my head that I just call Josh (laughs) and not a thing. I do think that like um, monosyllabic names really like lend themselves. Josh Hart. Like Mike Breen, (laughs) you know. Do we have any other ones? We don't, balls ins and balls outs. Oh yeah, so, I have a ball in. Oh, I just meant monosyllabic names. <laughs> oh, hey, I can, don't I, know. can we do a Josh Hart trivia question for you guys? Sure. Josh Hart over the last uh, thirty days of basketball is averaging six and a half rebounds per game over twelve contests. Can you name the three other guards in the NBA that are averaging more rebounds per game? He's, current. He is current guards. Current guards in the NBA that are a- over the last month that are averaging more so rebounds. So Lonzo per game. doesn't count. Yeah. Lonzo does because oh. he has one game in that mix, and so okay. Lonzo is one of them. Okay, you got you got one out of three. Uh, he, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook Ooh, is correct. He leads the league with nine and a half. They're point guards or guards, just guards of any kind. Okay. So shooting guard or point guard. The other one is a little bit of a of a deeper cut, more Eastern of like a, Conference or Western Conference. Western Conference. Okay. Fifth would be the potential I mean, rookie of the year, Ben Simmons. He's behind Josh Hart at six point four rebounds. He's not really a guard. I was going to say I mean, he's De- Dejounte Murray, but he's tall. Okay, you are absolutely wow, right. Eric Dejounte Murray wow, of the San Antonio Spurs. Look at the big brain on Brad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dejounte Murray averaging seven point three rebounds per wow. game. Wow, uh, but Josh Hart fourth in the league. That's great. Uh, That's at twenty eight and change minutes per game, which. I was watching that he times his jumps really well on rebounds. It's weird. So I, I, I mean, take one look at me. It's pretty clear. I could never rebound a basketball, but I don't understand how guys know like where to be. That's like instant. That is like weird instinct. Kevin Love could always do that. Yeah, they're just dudes. Rodman. They're just dudes who do that. Like. Yoni Howard. <laughs> Shout out, Dr. Real Deep Cut. Dentist. The Howard Dentistry, if you want to check them out. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Yeah. Oh, actually, okay. So this this actually leads, uh, that segues into my very weird off-brand uh, ball in, because basically I wanted to talk about Julius Randle and Josh Hart. But I want my ball in is Thomas Bryant. Oh. Because when he came into the game against Dallas, he got like one rebound and then knocked someone over and talked. <laughs> And got a technical foul. <laughs> and our bench went crazy. I just want to say, that's how you do it, folks. <laughs> if you're the 12th man, if you're a two-way player, that's what you do. You wave the towel around, you come in, <laughs> you get a monster rebound over J.J. Barea. And stare him Stare him down, down, get a T, <laughs> and then... And then Right off into the sunset. Did you see Brooke Lopez's reaction? You just lost it. It was fantastic. <laughs> okay. By the, I loved it. By the way, we, we definitely have to go to a South Bay Lakers game. We do. We're the best team mm. in the league. Oh, well, I, I know nothing. We're in first place. You know who the two best players in the entire, uh, like, per 36 minutes or whatever it is? 
Alex Caruso, Alex and Caruso, Thomas and Thomas Bryant. Hmm. Fantastic. They're like competing for MVP right, of, the Geely, of the Geely. As I got. <laughs> let's make this an outing. We're going to go see the South Bay Lakers. Then Sounds we're just going to tear it up in, in Herm- the South Bay. In Hermosa. <laughs> okay. So then, first of all, I want to play like I want to get. I want to go do fishing with dynamite in Manhattan Beach for for a boozy lunch. Okay. Then I want going to wear your croquis. I want to play beach volleyball. Like competitive, like I want to like take yeah. on like competitive beach volleyball players and then lose like every point. Then I want to go to the game. Get your tan. Then on. I want to go to like Sharkies <laughs> or some kind of Mexican cantina <laughs> in in Hermosa and like maybe do like a like a acoustic set of like sing Jason Mraz songs. <laughs> Too bad you're not gonna have your frosted tips then. You yeah, should, we, you well, can. no, maybe we can come. Well, when does the season end? Yeah, we need to go before. Well, maybe I'll pre. Fr- I'll pre-frost, or I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll wear a fedora or something. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Um, so let's. We're definitely doing that. We're making a day out. A, of it. a thousand percent. Awesome. Um, I'm yeah. looking up. I'm looking up the South Bay Lakers schedule. <laughs> yeah, but I loved. I love Thomas Bryant. I think. You know, the Lakers, we've been really privileged to have, like, some really good, like, 12th man, twelfth men. We had Turioff. We had, uh, even though Turioff actually kind of played, but we had Turioff. We had Mark Madsen. Really top-notch kind of, like, characters. And Thomas Bryant feels like he's here to stay as one of those guys. And might actually be good at basketball, too. Uh, yeah. Like, I kind of like, uh, and obviously he's tearing up the Gili, So There's a game happening right now. Let's As go. Speak. Let's let's end uh, the pod. <laughs> the last home game for the uh, the South Bay Lakers is March seventeenth. We don't have that much time left. Yeah, but also tight. But also, just like shout out to the. Uh, I think one thing that's cool about this and and is like shout out to the Lakers front office because Thomas Bryant looks at least like not a bust of a pick for second round. Caruso is good. Is solid. Like played NBA minutes. Josh Hart is the 30th pick. Kuzma is the 27th pick. Great Clarkson work. was the 46th pick. I mean, like, all of our guys are homegrown and, like, have we... Zubots. Zubots looks yeah. good. Zoo. Like, Zubots might... I was thinking, like, if Lopez goes, like, who's going to replace Lopez? I was like, maybe it's just Zubots. Like, maybe if I, I, Zubots learns how to shoot threes. I don't think he's an NBA player. I, I you don't? like No, I don't. What do you... Why? What makes you I think, think he would have... I think he like would have been... Like, in a different era? Like, a very serviceable good player 20 years ago right and i just i don't see what if he like lost some lbs what if he gets on the julius randall workout plan? he's just not not athletic, athletic. yeah but he but okay so back to what dan was kind of saying asking that question about rebounding like one thing that i like about zubots that is like <laughs> kind of the <laughs> i guess our athletic sh- comment just shout out dan, to angel hardy dan t- just lost t- it t- tickled me a little bit. <laughs> um what was i saying oh uh one thing that I Josh like Hart about rebounding. That's one thing about. I liked about I like about Zubots is he is kind of one of those like right place at the right time guys. Like he's always kind of where you want him to be positionally on offense. I can't really speak about his defense. I don't I don't know enough about it. But like he um, he like gets rebound. Like he's instinctively in the right spot. Uh, okay. Must be how they teach you in Croatia. I like the uh, the it Zubots. Pick yeah, and combo. Roll it's a great combo. Uh, I don't, I don't know why that works. I, I'm gonna just throw it out there. I think it works because they're doing it against really bad uh, reserves on other teams. I yeah, think that might be why it works. Um, but it's working because Zubat yeah, said what 14 and six against the in the Mavs game. He's uh, I, I I think my opinion of Zubats falls somewhere in between the two of you guys, which is. Classic. I don't. I need to get. I need to get more opinionated. Uh, I think he could be a backup center on a future Lakers team, but I feel like this, you know, eleven to fifteen minute role is probably right. That's where he's gonna he's gonna max out. Uh, the the Zubats hype from last year has has dwindled, died has dwindled d- died little, down slightly. Yeah, but what is ahead. he like? Twenty? He might even be younger than that. Yeah, he's he like, might be like nineteen, like seventeen years old. He might be fourteen. Years <laughs> he old. might be fourteen. Uh, yeah. Hey, how about uh, even Brooke Lopez has looked okay lately. He's seen a few extra minutes. He's got a bounce to his step. He looks bouncy. It was the Brooklyn yeah, Nets the, the, tribute the... video <laughs> a month ago. Did that actually happen? Yeah, yeah it did. Oh, wow. Yeah, it did. He's been kind of fired he, up like, since He oddly then. like has all of the Brooklyn Nets records. It's like every Nets record is like owned by Brooke Lopez. It's got to be all the Brooklyn yeah, Nets Yeah, is that records, including right? Not the, the New Jersey Nets? Yeah. 
yeah carry kill no no just those. like nets like period really nets. The overall oh, wow. yes like the 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 franchise they had of like of the Jason nets. Kidd and Kenyon yes. Martin and all because none of those guys stayed there long enough hmm. he played like ten seasons on the Nets Brook Lopez hmm. Brook Lopez is secretly forty eight years old. He yeah, had four blocks against the Kings. Anybody that blocks the Kings four times, Brick is also just get a, a really good in. NBA player. And yeah, the more is. minutes he has, like, yeah, right. It's I do come, think he needs mm. more minutes to be as effective. Like, yeah, he's, it seems he's, like it's come at the expense of Kyle Kuzma, though. Right, Brooks' minutes going up. Kuzma's have kind of gone down because like Randall is thirties. I, I feel like Randall is the one who kind of snuck Kuzma's minutes, but appropriately oh, yeah, that so. might be true. Yeah, that's but Kuzma will be fine. I mean, they both got a bump, and Kuzma sort of. Which is probably what should have happened because you really don't want to play a rookie like forty minutes a game. That's a good way to destroy a man. We, yeah, it takes. Longer we don't want to Thibodeau our players. Oh god, poor Jimmy Butler. Can we talk oh, about um? The, I have. How many careers is that man going to destroy before the NBA is like, look, you got to pay their? He's salaries. the Kardashian. He's the Kardashian family of coaches, <laughs> basically, <laughs> just yeah. destroying NBA careers. Derrick Rose, Lou Aldang, Joakim Noah, I, Jimmy Joakim Butler, Noah. the entire Jim, Bulls. I love team. Jimmy. Butler. I love Jimmy Butler. That's, At least he'll be back. But that was totally a, it's a yeah, meniscus. It's meniscus. Not an but ACL. it was totally. Uh, I'm tired. I'm playing too many minutes. Injury. Yeah. It was the end of the game. It's, it was exactly like Demarcus Cousins' injury. Too late in the game. Kind of a freaky weird non-contact play and yeah, you're just like this sucks went. this sucks i hate injuries injuries suck can we okay can we talk though about the most mysterious injury of all time and and talk we about the to. lakers i know where you're going and we have to Kawhi. <laughs> is that c-lo no that was uh borat oh <laughs> <laughs> same same thing yeah yeah same thing uh well yeah there's relevant one because we're playing the spurs I believe this next Los week. Spurs, yeah. Los Spurs, yeah. and two because his his future in San Antonio is what in happened. Murky. What happened? Okay, yeah. Someone, <laughs> I don't have enough knowledge. So but no one, do, no one does. No one does. This is the only knowledge that I've heard is that nobody so knows. That's so interesting in and of itself. That speaks to how tight that Spurs, Spurs ship yes. is run. Yeah, that's an amazing thing. Like right. especially nowadays when everything's on everything social media, leaks. Everything leaks for that, not like for no one to have nope. any idea what's no going clue. on. That's incredible. And the, what's also doubly weird about it, and this is where you're like, oh my God, these guys are like, I mean, I don't know what the chess game they're playing is, but I know that they're playing chess because the only reason why we even heard anything new is because Pop. Greg Popovich came out and said it. Like, okay, so my theory on this yes. is they tried the the soft method right for right? the whole rest the of the whole season. year and right. Kawhi never came back of his own volition so now they're just like screw it hail mary let's call his ass out put him on blast see right. if that wakes him up so right cuz they basically came out and said like no he can play he's not playing yeah the woge the woge report talked about the doctors like there's nothing him. about his him physically at this point where that's he can't play. That's insane to me. That's like unprecedented. Also, just right. a player just refusing to play? Is that also, really what's what going on? Okay, so once again, this is like now we're entering full sewing circle mode. But I've heard that literally like he has like an uncle that like <laughs> Frank entered. Leonard? Frank Leonard. <laughs> is it actually, Frank? it's Lenny Leonard. Lenny Leonard. <laughs> who entered into his life like kind of recently in this like advisor role mm. and has basically been like the voice in his ear being like, I don't, don't even know what. But don't play if you don't feel. Apparently, like there's like a new uncle. This oh, wow. So it's like if your uncle Gary was like, Eric's not not going to be going into the, his psychiatry practice. <laughs> he doesn't like, feel 100. percent He doesn't feel 100 percent like ready to do it. This analogy is a little bit of a stretch, <laughs> but it, uh, he, well, I don't know. Gary's very into Disneyland, um, but it, it's also weird because you have kind of. The like corollary to this is that Kawhi is like I don't know. Speaking of like not knowing what Josh Hart's voice sounds like, like I don't know what Kawhi's voice sounds like. Like he's, he's the as far as the, the biggest NBA. stars in the league. It's like I have no idea who he is at all. So it is this weird thing where there's just like a complete vacuum of information coming from his side, and the Spurs are generally tight-lipped. But now it's the Spurs are. But something are, has to come from Kawhi's side now, doesn't it? Now that they've said he's it, healthy. I guess it, it depends, like what their what their game is, okay. like what they're trying to do. Are they trying to get a trade? Here's my question: Is mm-hmm. what what is the beef? What why what's wrong with the Spurs? What, what does Kawhi not like 
about what's going on. It's what, ha- what's we the really hypothesis? Literally, like I've listened to Zach Lowe talk about it. I listened to uh, everybody loves the Spurs. Everyone is like, no one knows. Nothing has leaked out. It's, it's not inter- like the Kyrie thing where we're like, where I feel like I didn't really know that he was unhappy there. But then once it got leaked out, everyone was like. Yeah, there's been a bunch of things throughout the years that have been going on with Kyrie behind the scenes. There's some alpha things, but like, first of all, Kawhi is the undisputed alpha on that team. Yeah, it's why Lamarcus Aldridge he doesn't have a. a I mean, that is literally like the, an A plus organization. It's really hard to figure out what's going but on. But it's so interesting that this organization that we all think is amazing last year had this issue with Lamarcus that that yeah. came out, and now this issue with Kawhi. I mean, they're. Right, there, maybe there is, there is something. A but the Lamar, but didn't on. the Lamarcus thing like kind of make sense? Like, first of all, Lamarcus seems to always be like not super pumped about his situation, <laughs> being the second banana. Ah, and the banana yes. situation, and the banana, and, the banana and the, what number is your <laughs> in, banana in the bushel? And yes, in the bushel, like. But I, I do think that seems to be consistent. That seems to be like a, a, a bunch? an LP as opposed to like a you know a Lamarcus problem as opposed to like a. YP. I was trying to go to Harry Belafonte MP. for my banana stuff. <laughs> no, but but you're right though. Uh, not knowing anything makes it very weird. So let me let me tie it all back in together. We've had multiple Lakers potential max contract targets. Now things get a little murky with Boogie blowing out his yeah. uh, Achilles, and I mean someone will probably give him a max contract, but I don't know that I'd want that to be the Lakers anymore. Uh, do you want a guy in Kawhi Leonard who's been medically cleared to play but won't? It Even de- Grant Hill put him on blast. Grant freaking Hill. I know. He didn't play for f- like five years in a row. I mean, I guess he wasn't medically cleared, but <laughs> still. This is a guy who didn't play for right. half a decade and was just like, you play if you can play. <sighs> wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it depends like what the mystery is. If the mystery is like he's just being a misanthrope and like doesn't want to I once again it's like I have no idea it seems like it's got to be also this is a very weird year where the two biggest like mysteries are like maybe mental things because to me like Markel Fultz suddenly like not knowing how to shoot because he has the yips and this Kawhi mystery because like literally Tony Parker on his team who's 35 has the same injury Mm. Hmm. and it came back and has been fine I think actually I don't know if he's been fine, but came back from this injury. It's like not yeah, he's a playing. It's not a crazy injury. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but the fact that they're still in the thick of things in the oh, Western Conference is is pretty amazing. Oh, this this the Western Conference is a cluster mess. Like I can't yeah. even remember. What's the breakdown again, Dan? There are uh, the three through ten seeds are all within four and a half games of one another. That's right crazy. now, it's it goes uh, Rockets and Warriors are way out ahead of everybody. And are currently tied, by the way. Uh, Warriors have played two additional games. Spurs in the three seed. Wolves, Blazers, Nuggets, Pelicans, Thunder, Clippers, and Jazz. Wait, all on. within Wolves, four and a half games within uh, one Blazers. Another. Blazers are a game and a half back of both the Spurs and the Wolves. The Nuggets are a half game back of the Blazers. The Nugs. Nugs are tied with the Pelicans and the Thunder. Thank you for saying spot. Nugs after I said Nugs. I really, that's really wonderful friendship. For sure. <laughs> I've, I've called them the Nugs before. Uh, okay. Uh, the Pels, yeah. the Thunder. The Clippers are a game and a half back of the Thunder. <laughs> and then the Jazz are a game back somehow still of the Clippers even though Utah's just been rolling and how far are we behind the Jazz (laughs) so this is the weirdest thing and we were all laughing about it before we started recording this podcast the Lakers are five and a half games behind Utah oh it's actually not as bad as I thought and six and a half games ahead of Memphis right there is no one. We're in a ten-game bubble. We're in purgatory. It's the weirdest we're thing NBA I've ever purgatory. seen. There are no other teams that can claim. I mean, the teams way out in front, like the Warriors and the Rockets. They've they've got ten games over everybody, but there's no one in front of them. If you look in the Eastern Conference, there's never a gap of more than three and a half games between anybody uh, outside of again the top two, and then there's a, a drop off. I don't remember ever coming across something like this where there's just one team and there's no one near them, and that's the Lakers this year. Right, and we're we're also in that confusing thing of like we're not tanking. Obviously, we don't have our draft pick, 
I mean, obviously, we're going to try to win all of the games, but not like really with the hope that I mean, with any realistic hope that right. we're development make, is still better make than the playoffs, better than winning. So we're just kind of like, yeah, I, uh, we're let's just try to win games because what the I mean, why would we lose? The the nice thing is, I think we're safe to say now we're not going to give Boston a pick. Yeah, I, it I feels pretty good. We'd have to almost lose out. Because well, all yeah. these other teams are going to try I to lose. I think if, if things stay the same, we're probably going to have the 10th or 11th worst record. Right. And, you know, unless the, yeah, they tw- rig the lottery. Right. Which oh, they, with, oh if, I have to look at, if I have to look at Danny Ainge's face as they luck into, like, the... Wait, though, they'd have to get... Even in that scenario, they'd, we'd have to be the second or third pick, right? First pick goes to... Yeah, two through five. Two through five. But, it, right, it'd have to be two or three because we're not going to be four or five. Why? Why is that? Because only the top three. Oh, there's a lot positions of positions are. Just, then they just the lottery ones, and then it's just an order. So we literally have to. It'd have to be like the worst luck. Well, we currently possible, have the which tenth, is tenth worst record in the NBA right now. Okay, well let's let's talk playoffs for a second, just on the outside <laughs> chance that I won't have to get frosted tips. <laughs> it's outside. It's we're, very outside. We're which, gonna have to go like twenty and like. Well, we have. We're gonna have to go like nineteen and four to go out the season. Is it impossible? Yes, it's uh, it's impossible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think yeah. I predicted fifteen and ten, which I, honestly I'm feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, now you just got it. Yeah, but I think the rest? Yeah. it would have been twenty and five to to probably make the playoffs. Which right, that seems that's a little out. For, that stupid unreal. losing streak really killed us. Because also it was like, why did we lose all those games? Yeah. That okay. Gone. Okay, but let's just have a glimmer of hope for one second. How the teams behind the Lakers in the Western Conference are, are exceptionally garbage. terrible, and they're all going to try to lose. Also, yeah. it's going to be hard too because those the teams that are really good and trying to win are probably going to play the the tanking team. So you're not even going to get like any lucky, you know, like you have to take Phoenix beating some, every time. Well, and like Phoenix, you see, Phoenix was about to beat someone last night. I, someone really good. I think the Blazers, and they literally got a five-second violation. Oh, yeah. Then they Dave couldn't inbound the ball. It's just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's when you're like, okay, that's some horse. <laughs> that's some, some genuine take. Well, we know the Mavs are not trying to win because Mark Cuban had to pay $600,000 for saying yeah, it. Not a great week for Mark Cuban, by the way. No, Ooh. yeah. When, when losing $600,000 in a fine is, is, your best news. is not the worst thing <laughs> yeah. to happen to you that week. Only the second worst news. Is it, is it possible... Well, well, whatever. I don't want to get ahead of where the facts are. But it'd <laughs> yeah. be crazy if he was, like, out. There's been talk of it. I know. There's been talk of it. There's no way he didn't know anything. I'm sorry. It just yeah. doesn't pass the No chance. Test. Not when you're at every single game. No, and not when your whole brand is built on, like, I know everything. I'm the most hands-on owner in the league. Except this. Does this, it, yeah. this mean my picture with me and Mark Cuban from 2001 is <laughs> not going to be a pleasant treasure? Actually, it's going to be way better. Now. <laughs> I think it's way better. It's like way more fun. It's like anyone who has like a picture with like Bill Cosby circa like 1967. Like, yeah, you just take it off the wall. That's all. You just don't have it mounted in your living room okay, anymore. Okay, are there any of these teams that we can jump? Or who's the most likely team that we're going to jump? The Clippers. But the Clippers aren't... Okay. So you mean of the top eight? Who, right, okay, so let me playing, ask, let me rephrase the question. We're playing: Can the Lakers get into the playoffs, or can the Lakers pass? Let anybody? me rephrase the question because okay. thinking about it from the Lakers' perspective is maybe not the best. Who of the current playoff teams can you imagine falling out? Wolves, the Pels. Okay, I mean, so the Jimmy Wolves. Butler. Wolves just lost Jimmy Butler. Who it, he is so important to that team. Yes, yeah, he is. like without him, right? Then it's. And also, you got to think those other guys have also been playing crazy minutes. So they're also probably in the, a similar scenario to Jimmy Butler was this week of just like tired. I think the Wolves are the number. I agree with Eric that the number one team to the, fall out the might Pelicans, be the Wolves. The Pelicans get my. Well, they're choice. the other bet. But they've been playing better. Yeah, they right. With Demarcus better. out, Anthony Davis is just putting them on his back. He's going to run out of gas. Let though. me let me throw a let me throw a. It's possible that none of these teams. Let me fall. throw my best case scenario team, not as a basketball fan, but as a Laker fan. What if the Thunder don't make the playoffs? Right now they're in eight. Right, Dan? they are in eighth place. They are tied for well, it's a three way tie for sixth technically, but the Thunder are in eighth because of okay. Uh, let me ask. Record. Let me ask you this question: Are the Utah Jazz? Right now, better than the Oklahoma City Thunder? I think yes. Okay. I think yes. Are the Oklahoma City Thunder better than the New Orleans Pelicans? 
Yes. I think they are. Okay. And they're better than the Wolves currently without Jimmy Butler. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so Here's the thing, though. So the, the I, Thunder I think are going to make the playoffs. I think I know where you're going. I think the Spurs are probably in because if they haven't They're just too apart, well coached. Yeah, if they haven't fallen apart yet without Kawhi, they're right. probably not going to They beat fall a apart. Cavs team that was trying today. Yes. <laughs> That's By true. the way, good for our draft. <laughs> trying. Because uh, we own their pick. We own the Cavs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We want tanking nice. tanking Cavs. <laughs> yeah. Bad, bad regular season Cavs is fine. Any of these teams, in my opinion, with maybe the exception of the Nuggets, has a reasonable chance of falling out. I think Denver and Portland have the least chance of falling out. See, I kind of agree with that. I like their, them at home. Are good, like Those are good home teams. Their guys yeah, Denver's with, crazy good at home with the yeah. altitude stuff. I like Denver. Portland is weird. Portland goes through some serious funks. That's true. Yeah, they are funk. funky. And I feel like they lose to good Lillard, teams. Lillard, though, is secretly playing out of his mind. Very good. They, they go, at, to me, as Yusuf Nurkic goes. If they get any productivity Nurkic. out of a center on that team, they can win basketball games. If it's just the two guards, right. they're going to lose to the other good teams. So and I feel like they have some important games coming up. So I think we're kind of agreed, for the most part, that the Wolves and the Pelicans are probably, like, the two teams. Because I think the Jazz are going to make it. Yeah. Blazers then, have a tough schedule coming up. We Whoa. play that. We play them, right? That is so okay. So this is also. I think this week will be a good. If we have any hope, we need to beat Blazers, the Blazers, the and the Spurs. There, the Blazers are like four games out. I think. But listen to who Portland has to contend with to try to keep their playoff spot. So they have the Kings first. So that'll be a W for them. Blazers host the Timberwolves without Jimmy Butler. So that's going to be a hotly contested mess. Whatever it is, they host the Thunder. They play the Lakers in L.A. They host the Knicks. There's a bad team mixed in there. Host the Warriors, host the Heat, host the Cavs, host the Pistons. Oof. Go to All teams LA. trying, by the way. All teams trying to play the Clippers in L.A. They host also the, trying. Host the Rockets, host the Celtics, play the Thunder in Oklahoma City, and then the Pelicans in New Orleans. Wow. Before their schedule finally peters off a little right at the end of March. Portland has a mess of games coming up. Wow, that is impossible because all of those teams are trying. Uh, no so tankers in that team. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick stick by my. I think Portland could potentially fall I, out. That's also. a great point. But yeah. they are home games. A lot of those were home games. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a so Portland. But so here's the other problem with it. If Portland falls out, the Jazz probably take their spot. No, the Jazz are gonna make it. Right. So someone, we need two. Out. To me, I'm looking at it like we need two out. Yes. So Lakers need to jump the Jazz and the Clippers, and then presumably if the we're Jazz not going to jump the Jazz, move over. Yeah. It's going to be the Clippers and Team the X. Pelicans Pels and the Blazers, or the, Blazers or, the Wolves. or the Wolves. So it's going to be it'll be a so it's going to be outside. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm okay. going to get the hair bleach ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and we'll make right. our trip to the South Bay. Yeah, that'll make it all better. Um, Lakers Hawks I, tomorrow. Can, oh, go ahead. You Sorry. know, uh, you brought up the Heat. So yeah, we can talk about a, a few of the games coming up. The Hawks, hopefully. There's no reason we should lose this game. No. Which means that's the most dangerous one, right? No reason to lose it. That's when somebody's going to be like, eh, whatever. No, we're, we're, we're winning this we're game. We're winning this game. I'm petrified of this game. <laughs> also, though, uh, Dennis Schroeder has frosted tips. So. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> See, do you think we could walk you into a, a barbershop? Just give me say, the Schroeder. Give me the Schroeder. <laughs> it's like getting the, raw, the Rachel. <laughs> yeah, get the Schroeder. Um, and then the Heat. You're right. That's heat. after that. So let's talk about the Heat. They're really impressive to me. I, they are. It makes they're, no sense. What's who, their record right now? They're they're, they're like the 500 right? in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Thirty-one and twenty-nine. Right. Two games over five hundred. Um, Who's on that team? Dragic and Whiteside. Side. Right. Uh, I can give you that whole stinking roster, and you can tell me if you recognize any of these names. Uh, Hassan James Whiteside, Johnson. James Tyler. Johnson is on that. Tyler game. Johnson. Tyler Johnson is also the Johnson on it. boys. Johnson That's and right. Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Uh, they have Wayne Ellington. Former, oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, Justice Winslow. <laughs> By the way, that's the official response to Wayne Ellington. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Old Wayne Ellington. Yeah. They called him huh. their their play by play guy. Calls him the man with the golden arm when oh, he knocks down cool. a three, which I think is kind of sweet. Uh, Kelly Olynyk. They have on that Ugh. team. They have a young center named Bam. Ooh, I know what I want. Bam Adebayo, who's actually 
probably going to be a pretty good NBA yeah, he's player good. at some point. I just heard someone talking about Bam being like walk, running into Bam and being like, oh my God, yeah, this guy's the strongest guy I've ever run into. Presumably it's like running into Zaza Pachulia. That's, I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> I literally just wrote that on my page. I didn't, I didn't see you write that down. I just, no. It looks like let's talk about it. Let's talk about that, though. Uh, the Heat also have an injured Dion Waiters. That's probably a name that people oh, recognize. Oh, yeah. I like Dion. Waiters and Island. Dwayne Wade now. They have Wade Dewanye. back. Flash is back. Dwayne. Uh, I don't know. I The Heat are probably relegated to f- just a little over 500 ball unless they can get a superstar. I just, I, I think it's impressive. They really play so hard. They do. Um, well coached. I, I very much coach respect Spoh. that. It, it's, they've, yeah, coach Spoh doesn't mess around. No, nobody yanks their starters faster. Well, Popovich. Behind Popovich, nobody yanks their starters faster than Coach Spo. Yeah, Coach Spoh knows what he's he, doing. I've watched him multiple times make the full hockey line changes on his team. That's dope. five out, five in. I wish Luke would do that. Yeah, just, just you guys. Him. You guys aren't get. You're not cutting. And it's just pretty out. tight to go from a video coordinator to just like a yeah, respected. It's very, it's very impressive <laughs> with true. a few rings. That's it gives awesome. hope to people like me. <laughs> well, I do. I do think that the NBA really is like is a meritocracy in all of the best ways. It's just like if you can hang and you can stick it out and you're going to work your butt off, like. You can do it. Like I heard an interview with David Griffin the other day, and he was similarly. He was like a video assistant in like the marketing department, hmm. and then he was like just tried really hard and like you know became like indispensable. And then he kept working, and guys kept recommending him for things. And there you go, there you go. So that's yeah, the Heat Except game. He's unemployed now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, but he won a championship. <laughs> that's true. All right, do your Zaza. Uh, Wait, are you doing a Zaza impersonation? Is that what's happening? No, but that's, <laughs> I could do one terribly, I'm sure. No idea what that means. Um, like. Yeah, I assume like like this, like kind of like, like Ivan Drago, like, yes. Zarda, Zarda. Like Zaza, yes. Presumably, yes. since all he's doing is going around the league just breaking people. Dude, I hate... I, I love Steve Kerr and I love the Warriors. They got to ditch him, man. Like, someone on, online did it just uh, literally like strung together all of the things of him like deliberately injuring players mm. it's often like, deliberate like not not like within the realm of a normal basketball play and it took four and a half minutes wow. mm. so, so i didn't see this last one with russ what what happened it was so dumb. someone described it was the dumb play. as hell go ahead russ goes in for a layup he gets tangled with nick young they both fall down and then zaza falls down <laughs> without anyone touching him, directly on Russell Westbrook's legs while he's prone. It, the fall made and me think Full of, weight. The ball kind of made me think of that scene. I think it's in Austin Powers where he's continually falling on Elizabeth Hurley, just fake falling. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, I fell over. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was that feeling to it, except he was trying to, like, like snap. And Russell's remember leg. the Kawhi play. I mean, he the Spurs yeah. were beating them last year, and he, I'm sorry, but that was a straight-up dirty play. Like, everyone, everyone knows how to stick your foot under a guy when he's taking a jump shot. I would hate to play against Zaza, Zarzar, not because I would be afraid he would hurt me, but because of that back knee. He's, <laughs> like, I remember playing Holy Martyrs, the, yeah. the, the, the Armands. Yeah, the Armands. Ah, the whole, oh, um, I remember Holy Martyrs. I just remember like a, a lot of those players just had sick back knee. Yeah, a lot and, of back hair, back knee. Zarzar just <laughs> really rocks that. Right, well, it's the final. In, like, first of all, he like tears your ACL. And then as you're writhing in pain, you have to, like, writhe into back knee. Mm. It's, like, the final insult. But I, honestly, evident. honestly, I would be so... I actually, like, gave this some thought where I was, like, imagine playing your whole life and you, like, get in this position where you're an NBA player. Like, you're a superstar NBA player. And you, like, provide for your family and you, like provide for i'm sure like many other people in your life and like you are the beacon of hope and then this guy from georgia intentionally intentionally (laughs) like not not just accidents intentionally is trying to like tear your knee out like not just like elbow you or whatever but like it's trying to give you a six month 
to a year injury that you may not come back from. I would be so pissed. Has he has he served any suspensions for these plays? No, and I think there is some buzz now about like he should definitely. that he should be suspended. I agree. It's just like it's enough of that. Absolutely. Did he not get suspended for the Kawhi play? No. No, I think they played the like Oh, he's just it's a an bumbling, accident. Yeah, like that's a basketball off. play. Dude needs to get suspended. Yeah, Dude Bruce, needs to get suspended. Bruce Bowen is the play, uh, the analyst on Clippers games now. I think he'll tell you it's not an accident. No, right? They, <laughs> like he no, it's a dirty play. Yeah, and he was doing it for many years. Oh, can can we? I ask you one more Kawhi question. Um, let's say he became available just through the grapevine. You heard that he was available, and the Lakers could trade for him because we. Let's say it's probably like us and. Boston or whatever is like teams with yes. like young assets. The answer is yes. No, I know the answer is yes. <laughs> who, who are you trading? Who are what's what's the package that gets you? That gets you Kawhi. I don't know how to talk about these packages. I don't, I'm not a package man. We'll talk about what, talk about packaging. I don't know enough about talk the about salary stuff. WME packaging. <laughs> what does Kawhi make now? I don't have no idea. Let's say he's. Let's say it's a sign and trade. Let's say it's a super oh. max. Uh, I think I'd give up. Ingram's got to go, right? Yeah, they probably asked for Ingram. I don't think they're. I don't think you get in the door without Ingram. Yeah, I would definitely go up Ingram to get. To well, get how about Kawhi. Ingram and Lonzo? Would you give up both? Ooh, uh, I. Yeah, I think. Who's left? I think you, you have, have to. You have to. It the the I weighed the. I weighed the the pros and the cons, and in this. In this world, you just have to take the guy who's already a proven superstar. Okay, so let's say the trade is Ingram, Lonzo, the Cavs pick, and Brooke Lopez for money. I mean, I know that trade down the deadline's passed, but something like that. Do Does you... this get you Kawhi on like a four or five year new deal? Then yeah, yeah, you do it. Yeah, you do it. Okay, because you don't. You do, someone else is going to come later. Right. If you have Kawhi, you're just like come join Kawhi. Someone's going to be like cool. Right. Dude's rocking cornrows, man. Rocking yeah. them. Just keeping it real. <laughs> yeah. So rocking someone's definitely going to join that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Someone with a headband, I hope. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. But it's weird, though, man. This guy obviously has some kind of attitude thing going on. Dude, if he goes to the Celtics, I'm going to be so mad. I hope he goes to the Celtics and then just doesn't play <laughs> for a year. Like he's done to the poor Spurs. I love Greg Popovich. Like uh, he's still just making these millions of dollars while not playing. Yeah, while apparently being, being able to play. To play. <laughs> I can't. It's, it's it's bizarre. That's fantastic. Okay, so Dan, right. who we got coming up? Uh, Hawks was first. Right. Then Dub. the Heat. We talked about the Heat. Dub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the kawhi San Antonio Spurs, who uh-huh. might magically have Kawhi by then if he's just if his camp says he, something. He ain't coming back. Uh, and that's the week ahead. Lakers have a three-game week. It's a big layoff. Lakers play tomorrow, Monday, uh, and then they don't play again until Thursday. Is that Portland? Uh, that is the oh, that's the that's Spurs. the following week. Oh, yeah, okay. Portland is the following Monday on the fifth. So uh, two and one week feels very achievable. One win feels like you kind of have to get it, or it's been an awful week. Yeah, and there is a potential for three. Lakers beat the Spurs the last time they played. That's true because th- San Antonio doesn't. We're a good matchup score against them. Yeah, Link, they're like not slow. that athletic. Yeah, athletic. <laughs> <laughs> Just let Julius Randle bang into people for a while. Yeah, that's right. He likes Texas. He likes he that barbecue. Ra- circling back to the games we did play, anything that you guys want? I don't. I feel like we didn't talk a whole lot about. Yeah, the, we mostly the, talked the, about Randle and Hart. <laughs> yeah, anything that that popped out to you? The it was nice to have Lonzo back. I'll say that. Yeah, I really loved. I mean, I know he only played 17 minutes, but he looked great. He looked super spry. His shot looks confident. We have to give a shout out to KCP who just went off oh, against yeah. the Kings. I like none of Dude. us chose him. <laughs> I chose I chose Thomas Bryant getting a rebound and a technical over KCP who scored like thirty six points. Thirty six points, like single handedly beat the game. Yeah, exactly. But doesn't that talk about how how little we care about the guys that we know aren't going to? I know that that's year? I can't help. I can't get that invested yeah. in him or Brooke. Eight three. I want to know who, who's like. Yeah, KCP's my favorite player on the team. <laughs> I want to meet that guy. I kind of like Brooke Lopez, even though he's not going to be here. But more because he's just like 
He's goofy. He's yeah. so goofy. Yeah. Goofy dude. At KCP, um, I don't really like know what he looks like. All right, with the Kings game, Willie Cauley-Stein, that dude looks insane. He kills us, man. He's he owns us. He man. also looks crazy. He does. Yeah, he's got crazy. He man. looks like a central cast. Like, if you were trying to, like, central cast a, like, guy in a, like a, like a prison yard, and, like, you'd cast, like, Willie Cauley-Stein. He's got like, crazy eyes. Yeah, crazy, eyes. crazy eyes. Someone told you that sometime, didn't they? What? That you had crazy eyes? Oh, yeah. Who was really? that? <laughs> it was some... I have no idea. I've seen yeah. some people with crazy eyes. Yeah. You don't Eli have crazy does, eyes. Yeah. Willie Cauley-Stein has, has crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. But that, I like the comeback in that game. That was nice to fall behind and then keep fighting. Yeah. I mean, that, like, yeah, that's right. Back-to-back. Lakers didn't have to go full bore like that. They rattled in some threes, took a lead. That was nice. Yeah. There were also... A few bonehead plays by both teams going mm-hmm. down the stretch. There was KCP who fouled Bojong or Bogdan. This is Bogdan. But this is Bogdan. This is Wait, Bogdan. Who made the four-point play. So Indiana has Boyan. Oh, Bogdanovich. my God. The Bogdanovich brother. We this is get like, those guys this is the, like the worst team. who's on first routine. <laughs> Boyan? Yeah. Bogdan. So, Bogdan's actually pretty good. That was the Lakers bonehead. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, Wait, so this really is the this wasn't the good one. This is the, the good Sacramento one. one. Sacramento's the good one. Yeah, he was Bogdan good. Yeah. is really good. Yeah. So that was the Lakers bonehead play, and then they had the chance to foul Randall, who yeah. has missed like what seven free throws in a row. Yeah. And somehow just did not, and then they fouled Isaiah Thomas, who's just cold as has, ice. I. I don't I think he's that. missed one in, like, the whole season. Dude oh, just smiles how, on the line. That was my favorite thing. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. As he walks up to the line and the other team's doing their stupid, like, guys in right, and out everyone's the switching lane, out. And yeah. he's just like, get out of here. Right. He looks at the guy's smiles and then calmly sinks four in a row down the stretch. Well, because IT's greatest strength and greatest weakness is that he thinks oh, he's yeah. infallible. Like, he just thinks he's the best Which guy makes on the planet. perfect for that situation. Yeah. Exactly. Isn't it so nice to have someone, if you can get the ball to them down the stretch, you can just go make a free throw? It, it, it makes sense. Kobe. It's true. It's like the, I'm like, oh my God, there's no way. Him and Net- Steve Nash are like the most confident, inspiring. But he also, the flip side of that is he drives against four guys and yeah. just gets literally swallowed up. Like you can't, yeah, can't see him. And you just see the ball kind of like spit out. Yeah, there, there was also a play where like the rebound was coming to him, and someone just barely jumped, but just like yeah, got, I the, saw got the rebound I saw right it was over him. Poussier or oh, whatever man. his name is. Yeah. Dude is just five eight. Um, two random things from the Kings game. One, I saw a fan who was wearing a Robert Ori jersey. Shout out! I can't believe that dude didn't get his his ass kicked. That's just a That's baller move to go to a Kings game wearing a Roberto Ori, play. Ori right. jersey. Uh, second thing is because I'm still watching these games on the dark web. <laughs> Eric during, and his boy Ducky. <laughs> yeah, during timeouts they show the jumbotron feed. Oh, oh that's kind of nice. And so I saw live. Did you guys see the the Carlton King? No, it's uh, but no. you sent it to me, so I'm going to watch it. Okay, yeah, you'll you'll have to put a link for for In two listeners. Yeah, so they had they had the jumbotron feed for Sacramento, and they have the Carlton camp. So they show different fans doing the doing Carlton it. dance. In Sacramento. Why is that a thing in Sac? I think it's Alfonso was a thing from Sacramento. No, I think it's a thing, thing around the league. Yeah, especially in the more podunky. They're towns. aware that the Fresh Prince of Bel Air went off the air twenty years ago, right? It's yeah, they don't thing, care, man. The Case Cam, the Carlton Cam. They did the burn. <laughs> like I went to an Oakland A's baseball game, and they do the weekend at Bernie's dance, the Bernie. <laughs> but that kind of came back. Kids did that for like a year. That's true, but I don't know that the Carlton ever went out. Yeah, because it's kind of just like true. a white do, guy dance. I do love Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah, <laughs> and so, local. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so they had like a bunch of white kids doing it, you know, like yeah, a lot of old people doing it. And they showed this one guy. He was he was a good dancer and he's just like really feeling himself. He pointed to the camera <laughs> and he was doing this whole thing his nachos. <laughs> <laughs> and he literally just knocked it over and the girl sitting in oh. front of him it went all oh, that's awesome. It was in the reaction from the girl and the guy. It was it was priceless. That's, it's, that's incredible. I literally watched it. So th- I knew someone would have immediately put it on YouTube. So I found it <laughs> and I literally spent all my Saturday night. That, <laughs> that's how I spent my Saturday night. Just like laughing to myself watching that like 12 that times. Great. That's more times than we watched the Fergie anthem. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. That, to me, feels like a good note yes. to close on. Nachos spilling on a Kings fan's head. That's the worst thing to get spilled on you. Like, of all the things, all the items that one might rough. have at a game, nacho cheese is the, my last choice. Something melted and gooey is yeah. pretty low on the list of things I want <laughs> spilled on me. I've had beer thrown on me at yeah, San Francisco beer is, Giants games. Yeah, beer is sticky and, and unpleasant. But. Yeah. Uh, Eric, 
Take us home. Take us oh, home. Maybe I should have. Do we ever? Nah, whatever. Everybody knows how to follow us at this point. At Hoopball Lakers. Well, we're next going to be on next Sunday, and I believe that's the Academy Awards. So we're oh, going to yeah. be Ooh. watching for Kobe Bryant. That's right. His first, his first Academy Award. I think his he's going to go for the full EGOT. This is he Kobe's might get the MEGOT, which is a MVP, <laughs> Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. <laughs> is his speech going to be Mamba out? Or is he oh. even allowed to say a speech at the actual telecast? I don't know. Here's a question. <laughs> I I already know the answer to it. But, you know, like, he didn't make the movie. <laughs> you know, like, someone else made the, the movie. He should get, like, a poetry competition award. Yeah. Like, but he's... Silence blasphemer. But you know his ass is given the acceptance speech. Like, there's some guy who... Actually, like this is like his directing his dream, and he directed this film. And you know, Kobe's grabbing that mic, though, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, Without yeah. question, that Mamba guy's out. not going to get a word in edgewise. Yeah, Mamba's first Oscar. So that's that's how I'm taking us out. He's it's just saying, win. it's just saying, Mamba out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.